listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad to be back with you to add value to you and your team on our podcast. It is a wonderful time. The seasons are changing and we are excited about what opportunities lie ahead of us in the business world. Listen, I want to make sure that you are... First of all, let me just say thank you. Thank you for liking our podcast, rating our podcast, and subscribing to our podcast. You continue to help us to gain influence in the podcast space, and we are grateful for that. Also, I'd like to ask if you haven't already done so, please make sure you follow us on our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne, at Rodney R. Payne. And I want you to turn on all of your notifications so that you are well in the know of what's going on. We've got an exciting year coming up as we finish the first quarter up here. Uh, We've got a lot of things going on. I know it's early, but I want you to mark your calendars for October 7th, 2022, October 7th. We will have our Live to Lead event coming up. And more information will be available real, real soon about sponsorships, uh, group tickets, etc. This is a great event. I want to bring it to you in, in our great city of Oklahoma City and around the globe. So if you're interested in Live to Lead, it's a John Maxwell Leadership event. I want you to mark your calendars October 7th and be on the lookout for more information. So let's hop into our topic for today. Today I want to talk about... Uh, mitigating your weaknesses, mitigating your weaknesses. Uh, What I've found is that we as leaders, every one of us without exception has weaknesses. Uh, We don't like to talk about them. We don't like to deal with them. Uh, we, We don't like to even really consider them. But the fact of the matter is they influence, uh, they hinder, they impact our performance and our productivity. It really depends on how we handle our weaknesses. Uh, My question for you just to start the day out is, do you know your weaknesses? Do you know your weaknesses? Um, If the answer to that question is, uh, I'm not sure, then you are in trouble. You owe it to yourself to be honest with yourself about your weaknesses. Understand, we we can call them opportunities for growth if you prefer a more positive approach, but the fact is we all have weaknesses and we need to be able to deal with them. Uh, The reason we need to deal with them is because basically I ask you a second question is, do your weaknesses currently, are they hindering your optimal level of performance are you at the top of your game or are your weaknesses your achilles heel so to speak they continue to get into in your way in process so what i'm trying to say is if you're honest you know that your weaknesses are going to be a source of contention for you uh and they're always going to lead to optical lead uh to the obstacles to your success obstacles to your success so the difference in identifying a good or a great leader is a great leader is able to 
mitigate their weaknesses. A great leader is able to manage their weaknesses. Now, it's been proven you can only move your weaknesses incrementally in a small amount compared to how much you can grow in your strengths. But you still have to deal with your weaknesses. Uh, what would you define as a weakness? Well, a weakness is simply anything that hinders you from being the best version of yourself. A weakness is anything that hinders you from being the best version of yourself. I, I, I've got a a few that I'll call our top areas. And let's start with uh, identifying some common weaknesses that are out there and many people have to fight these. Not everyone, of course, but let's see if we can find yours in this list. Uh, let's start with the big one. How about procrastination? Oh my goodness, that's that's a, I think that may be the number one all time for all leaders is procrastination, simply putting off for a later time what you can do now, what needs to be done now, and keeping things proper in their place. Procrastination, I don't like it. I'll get to it later. I got interrupted. I forgot. There's so many things that contribute to this, this process of procrastination that is such a weakness for so many leaders. We have to be able to identify that. Is procrastination by chance what you struggle with? Uh, how about doing the necessary paperwork to complete a transaction. Oh my goodness. Think about it. We are nearing tax time. What is the hindrance between you getting your taxes done? Could it be that you have to get all the paperwork information and file together? You don't want to do that. It takes time. It gets in your way uh, going through the process. Uh, I remember back in my uh, business development days I, I, when I would go out and book a new deal, uh, the two things I hated were the paperwork before the deal, but the paperwork after the deal wasn't bad, but I still didn't like the paperwork process. I just like getting the ink on on the deal. What about the details? Is that your weakness? You see the global macro picture very well, but when it breaks down to the micro details, you lose interest. You're not patient enough to go through that process. I'm really just working through a list of things that get in your way when it comes to uh, finding out what your weakness might be. Could it be networking? You don't like talking to people that you need to talk to. You'd rather do your deal in your office and not go out and, and find new people to connect with. Uh, could it be follow-up? Maybe, maybe you don't follow up well. Uh, you kind of see where I'm going with this. Whatever hinders you from being the best version of yourself as a leader, it can be identified as a weakness. And so those weaknesses we have to deal with because remember, this weakness is going to slow me down or hinder my progress. So I want to give you a few keys. This is a topic that we're just going to hit uh, from time to time on the podcast simply because it's just so relevant. Now, I am simply a firm believer that you as a leader must learn to maximize your strengths. I said it at the onset. Why? Why? Because you can always grow your strengths 
a lot more than you can grow in your area of weakness. So you want to invest in getting great at what you're good at. Get great. Become an expert. Invest the time. Your strengths are where you're going to find your most satisfaction, and you can always enhance them. Unfortunately, many leaders take our strengths for granted. Many leaders take our strengths for granted. So we don't take the time to develop them because we're good at it and we kind of rest on our laurels, so to speak. I want to challenge you that if you really want to uh, mitigate and overcome your weaknesses, the number one weapon you have against that is to be as strong as you possibly can in your areas of strength. When you begin to do that, um, you'll find that your your days flow better, your attitude is better, your energy is better, but you cannot maximize your strength If you are not willing to invest in your strengths, you have to know what your strengths are, and then you have to invest in development. How many conferences, workshops, books, podcasts, and things do you read or listen to that are directly related to your strength? Are you feeding yourself regularly on a regular intake of information and practical application that grows you in your area of strength. You have to make sure that you know exactly what that is so that you can be the most well-rounded in this particular strength area. Because what happens when you understand your strengths, there are other things that just naturally will fall into place or organically, so to speak. But when you can identify the organic that the organic offshoots of your strengths, then you can codify a process to enhance those areas as well. So now once was just what was once something you just I didn't know I was doing that. It just happened. Now you've identified it. You put context to it. You put process to it. And guess what? You grow yourself even more. I know we're talking about weaknesses, but the number one way to overcome your weakness is your strength. That's right. Now, let's talk a little bit more about these weaknesses. In order to mitigate your weakness, you have to identify your weakness. This is a challenge for many of us because we simply don't want to be honest about it. Think about that question that you get in the interview process. Please identify your weaknesses. What we've been taught to do in interview preparation uh, seminars is that we're going to take what's actually a strength, camouflage it as a weakness so that we still sound good. That I get it. That's great for interviews, but really... If you don't know what your weaknesses are, then how can you solve problems? If you can't identify your own weakness, then what's the weakness in your proposal? If everything you do, you put on rose-colored glasses to see it as rosy and nothing is ever a weakness, what will happen is you will never get better. Uh, You'll never get better. So, So sometimes you may have to ask other people to help you to identify what you're good at. Perhaps you need to do uh, a, a disc assessment. I, I'm happy to help you with that here here at uh, One Voice Leadership so you can reach out to us. But when you look at these assessments, you find out your tendencies. You find out what you're good at and what you're not good at. You find out where you, where you have room for development and what can be mitigated. So if you're not going to be honest with yourself, you are never going to be the best version of yourself. Um, I, I want to say this. One of the reasons that 
I um, believe in and a proponent of coaching is not just because I'm an executive coach. Yes, I'm a coach, but I also have coaches that I submit myself to. I reach out to my coaches. Why? Because my coaches understand my blind spots. They understand where I need help. They understand where I may miss it. So what they do is they identify that and help me find ways to overcome that. That's simply identifying a weakness. You can't see everything, nor can you get everything right the first time. But if you're not going to be honest with yourself and admit you need help, you're not going to get better. And every leader has weaknesses. And Every leader has blind spots, so we need to identify those, and I cannot enforce this enough. You have to be willing to be transparent with yourself, honest with yourself, and hold yourself accountable in the areas where you have room for growth. Now, let me give you, I've given you the strength part and the weakness part. I want to give you a couple of practical application things that are going to help you uh, with your areas of weakness. So we've, we've talked about that we need to, whatever my weakness is, remember, I don't care if it's procrastination, paperwork, details, proposals, networking, follow-up, uh, new information stuck in my ways, whatever it may be, uh, communication, written, oral, verbal, whatever it may be. Uh, once you once you identify that, you, you have to uh, make sure you know what that is. Know what your strengths are, because when you work in your strengths, you'll overcome a lot of your weaknesses by doing that. But then Identify your weakness with honesty. Now, let's talk practically. What can I do to help me? Let's say if if procrastination or if details or any of these things that I don't like doing or I don't do well, I'm going to tell you to prioritize your work. Um, listen, I want you to make a commitment to yourself that you will do the don't likes first. Let me say that again. I want you to do the don't likes first. Put those at the top of your list. The things you don't like doing, get them out of the way early while your energy is fresh, while your focus is good, while you're, you, you're committed to getting your work done. When you get them out of the way, now so many things happen good when you get the, the, the stuff you don't like. <laughs> when you do the don't likes first, uh, they're not hanging over your head all day, all week. They're not out there. You're dreading them, dreading them, dreading them. So you, when you do the don't likes first, you, re, you release yourself to be your best self for the rest of the day. So when you decide, you know what, I'm going to get these paperwork details knocked out early. I'm going to put these things up here, boom, 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 while I'm fresh, while I'm full of energy, while I've got uh, my focus is as good as it's going to be today. Let's get those things out of the way. When we do that, now we have the rest of the day to be in our best creative position and 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 productive position because we don't have the burden of a looming task over our head. We don't have the have you have you ever had something you needed to get done for uh, it's been on your to-do list for 3 weeks and every time you see it on your list you're like, "Oh my goodness," and you it drains you. And so even though you're not taking the time to do it, the undone task is taking time from you. 
And so it impacts your productivity. It's, it, it's a weakness for you. And now what could have been done in 20 minutes at the beginning of a day has taken some portion of 20 days and is not yet done. So you want to get into this process of truly prioritizing and do the don't likes first. Do the don't likes first. I remember early in my career, I grew up in the banking industry and banking and finance, had a good friend of mine, and um, uh, we'll just call him H for short, and, and and we would go to lunch nearly every day together, and H would have the same thing. He would have a tuna sandwich with a certain number of Ritz crackers in a, in a brown paper bag on wheat bread. He would pull out his sandwich, and he would turn it to the back end first. So, you know, the, the bread has a top and the bread has a bottom. Well, I, on a sandwich, the bottom end, is we'll, we'll call that the back end. H would turn his sandwich around and eat the bottom first or the back end first, which is typically the last of the sandwich for most people. And I would ask him, H, why do you do that? Why do you turn your sandwich backwards and eat it that way? That's just weird to me. He said, because it's the my least favorite part of the sandwich. If I get that out of the way, I can just enjoy and end on a high note. Now, I know he was talking about eating his tuna sandwich with his crackers for lunch, but it just makes sense. If you get the bad part out of the way first, you don't have to dread it and, and then end on a sour note. So now by by putting the, the doing the don'ts, don't likes first, you literally end your day on high notes with things that you like to do and not on low notes with things that you don't like to do. Listen, you're listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. So glad you're with us again uh, this week. We are talking about mitigating your weaknesses. And so we've identified the best way to mitigate your weaknesses is to focus on your strengths. Once you identify your weaknesses, now you prioritize your work. And then probably the best key that I've ever learned in this process of mitigating my weaknesses is called augmentation. That simply means add to yourself someone to fill the weakness gap. Uh, hire someone, defer to someone, because remember, your weakness is someone else's strength. Remember that. Your weakness is someone else's strength. I, I want to tell you, in a moment of transparency, uh, I have uh, an executive assistant, and my executive assistant extends me and makes me better and does the things not that I'm incapable of doing, but that I'm not the best at. These are areas of weakness for me. These are areas that I don't like to do. But my executive assistant does those things, and as a result, I am literally 30 to 35% more productive because the tasks that are in my area of weakness have been augmented to someone who those tasks fall in their area of strength. That's how you win. So you have to mitigate every weakness and not let it hold you back from productivity. But there are some things you can add to yourself. You can extend yourself through automation, through uh, hiring a person, uh, through a prioritization, you can you can add someone or something to take up the place. Uh, one of the things that I hate doing is I hate uh, going back and forth to find time between two calendars to schedule a meeting. So what did I do? 
I have an organizational specialist on my team who told me what you need to do is you need to automate your schedule. Okay, let's do it. So I sat down one time and decided what days of the week, what times of the day are best times for me to meet. Then I identified what types of meetings do I have? What types can people request? Then I identified how long should they be? Yes, this was a tedious process and didn't fall in my strength zone. But when I got it done, I got a link and I can automate my schedule. So if you want to schedule with me, I put the responsibility back on you by saying, visit this link, find a time that works for you. Anytime it's available on this calendar works for me. So you're good to schedule yourself, save myself time, save myself money, and save myself the stress. And that simply was a weakness for me that I augmented through automation to be my best. What I'm trying to tell you is that you want to be your best leader every day in every area of your life. And in order to do that, you've got to know your weaknesses. So why don't you check us out at RodneyRPayne.com and reach out to us. I'd love to give you a disc assessment and a debrief on your disc assessment to help you identify both your strengths and your weaknesses. And we can talk about some ways that you can leverage those to be the that's RodneyRPayne.com. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne. Listen, as always, it has been my esteemed pleasure to be in your presence and to add value to you and your team. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much. And until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.